0: Welcome to New Earth Matrix with Carol Fitzpatrick and Mark Torgeson. I'm hearing in both of my ears, do you understand that change happens in an instant? The moment that you suspend your belief in the perception of world events or something that's happening in your life, That's getting you stuck or that has you focused in a particular way once you let that go and just open to this very, very highly refined plasmic field of energy that permeates our electromagnetic fields, our human energy system. It gives us a higher perspective and a way forward and a connection, a physical, emotional, mental connection to who we are and what we are. And when I feel the energy come in, it's just very soft and gentle and has a wavy, which you might, uh, having seen these webcasts before, one of the reasons why I like to do my sessions by phone is uh, when all these crazy shiftings happen in my body, just um, it's happening on my end without a witness And I suppose that's part of the path to of a spiritual light walker is one's ability to understand energy but also to be okay with how the energy manifests in form. Uh, so with that, I'm asking for a spiritual teacher, a guide to come into my awareness, into my field, to guide me to know that I'm in the right place at the right time, the right frequency here tonight for you and with you. So who just jumped into the field, but Archangel Michael, there's a metatronic kind of feeling to this frequency and i know it's archangel michael because he dropped in as the beautiful huge angel that he is but he dropped in with like one foot foot and the other sort of behind it and he dropped in with his sword and what he's saying is this is not the time for you to cower this is not the time for you to stay back this is not the time for you to be quiet this is not the time for you to run to hide. Uh, or to take flight. This is your time to stand firm, to stand clear, to be who you are, to be what you are, and to recognize that as you are creating and as you are growing and as you are fully orchestrating the changes that shall come your way, that the others shall come into an adjoining with you. They are waiting for you. They are waiting for you to understand and to hear and to heed the call of service, to be ignited by Joyousness. They're saying the human the human stuff among us, the human family tribal stuff is melting away. It is the last of the last of us deciding to love to love our human family in spite of the misunderstandings or the the very uh disincarnate frequencies that often plague our human relationships. And yet they're saying it's not, you're not to forgive because forgive is separation. You're simply to accept, accept what is and to move forward in a way that's truly with ease and grace. You are are to understand that as you are creating and as you are growing and as you are fully orchestrating the changes that shall come your way which they say that the changes are radical. This is the time of 2020, coming into 2024 is the time where there's going to be just simply stepped up chaos energies that are designed to disrupt our peace of mind to cause us to be fearful, to cause the human race, I should say, to be very fearful and to be... <clears throat> our way of life to be disruptive. Um, they're saying that even though they have um, come into this awareness of with, with us, with love and kindness, that the fractionalization that had occurred eons and eons ago uh, is coming back together. It is the magnification or the magnetic resonance field They're saying that we speak to you. It's important for you to understand this, to understand your true power. Your true power as you amplify love, joyousness, inner peace, prosperity, uh, knowing, deep knowing of love is your true power. They're saying these forces that are designed, that are working diligently to disrupt the flow of the human genome uh, shall not, it's not sustainable, they shall shall not be successful as long as we activate our inner soul star. And this is the superpower of love, the superpower of joyousness and well-being. They're saying that as we recognize in this awareness of our heart of hearts, that those that have come long ago and have come through the open stargates, the ancient stargates, are able to, to to transgress, to come back again, to transverse into the power grids and to affect uh, change. But they must be able to find us. They must be able to see the light, to know the light that we are as embodied ones and to recognize that we are understanding our true power and in this space of oneness and harmony that We have the capability of um, extending grace to all beings everywhere. They're saying that as we are recognizing in this awareness of our heart of hearts is to know that as we are moving forward in this manner of beingness, that all is truly well. They're saying that as we recognize in this manner that the physical manifestations of separation, of hardship, of hard heartedness of hatred, of oppression that is being hurled against the human race shall not stand the test of time. It is a program that has been played over and over and over and over again, uh, like the uh, the Jewish people, for instance, now being Um, having hatred hurled in their direction, uh, being a target for hatred. It's simply the polarity that plays out time and time and time again. And yet there is the counterbalancing of love and forgiveness and acceptance and simply uh, the forward way of moving through this world with ease and grace. They're saying that as we recognize in this manner that we are the turnkeys of this generation, we are the, the souls that have incarnated for this very purpose, is to shift the paradigm away from separation, away from uh, cold-heartedness and vindictiveness, and to transform our world, our life, into the star matrices that we have brought with us long ago. And the fractionalization that occurred back then with the annihilation of the very starship that brought all 32 aspects of these star nations together to bear to see light on this planet. In reality, you are, they're saying, are still here. You just simply have yet to find one another. And that is what is occurring in real time. It's time for you to understand that you are never alone. You have not been alone and you shall not ever be alone that we are here with you they are saying the grids of light that have been placed around this planetary system are dissolving very very quickly and the openings the portals that uh, remain open um, that have been hidden from the oppressors and controller sites um, have allowed various uh Higher beings to come in and to minister to those that they're saying that are sick and tired of this world and are choosing now to go home. And they're asking each of us that if we feel weary, if we feel like we cannot take another day, another week, another month of what is happening in our world, just to take heart, that if you leave the planet here in present moment without um, inwardly being feeling the victorious nature of your your star your star mission, then you uh, shall miss the party that we are in that awareness of uh, the battle the war is over, and yet we on the ground have no concept, have no idea where we are and how we are. They're saying that as you recognize in this awareness of your heart of heart. That the activation sequences are well underway as well. The new star Earth star matrix has been fully seeded on the planet and shall only grow exponentially. The prototype has been introduced to the various star tribes, archetypal individuals that represent many different star nations, and it shall only grow exponentially. This is not only a way forward, but it is the new Earth matrix manifested into form they're saying that as you recognize in this manner i should say that archangel michael is uh certainly uh now surrounded by legions and legions of angels it almost feels as though these angelic beings as much as they have the sword the sword in their hands are saying the sword is not for hatred and is not for killing. It's for light. These are lightsabers. I think that's always something I've always wondered about Archangel Michael with his sword. And he's saying, yes, that's true. Human beings have turned my lightsaber into a sword. This lightsaber is simply an extension of the Uh, heart of God that I represent as a messenger from the creator to pierce through um, any distortion or misunderstanding and to heal hearts, to bring the soul back together in oneness. They're saying that as we recognize here as a global consciousness, the planetary grid system is shifting and morphing as well. They're saying that as we recognize this in our own awareness, that the star seedlings that had been here before are awakening. They are activating. They're not activating to be annihilated again. They are activating because the light is strong. They're saying that as we recognize this in our own awareness, that we shall feel, we shall see, we shall understand That in the reality of life in present moment, that all is truly well. It reminds me of a uh, person that we uh, saw again. We haven't seen uh, this person, gosh, in I want to say five years. Um, We had done a light, what turned out to be light birthing um, at our home here uh, with people coming for the weekend. And these beings coming in without form uh, literally birthed through an individual. And it was shocking to see this happen. And uh, we were told that this this being was going to be here. And when we saw uh, her this weekend, she was tuning in and she said the being is still here in the, the, grand, the grandmother tree that we have down the hill here next to the river. And, and that she's rooted in the tree, the tree system, and sending out signals of intelligence, of information to uh, through the, the roots of the tree. It's a, she was, again, reminding me that it was a vast communication system. And that the other beings that were birthed into into this planetary system that day are influencing young people, people that are very aware and awakened to the environmental issues and are helping them to develop free energy solutions and a variety of ways that human beings can live on the land softly, gently, without interference and without having to take resources from the earth without giving back. And so it's always such a magical thing to recognize that the things that we're called to do in the moment, we really don't understand about the reality of of how things are and where they are and why we're called to do things intuitively because we are... The ground crew were being directed or shown where to go and how to be and how to create in the moment without the benefit of understanding the ramifications. And the metaphor is just like a woman having um, a child for the first time. You might uh, think that it's a wonderful thing in the beginning. And then, of course, all the other women that have had babies start telling their war stories and of course, if you would hear those stories, you would never even think of having a child. But after you have the child, it's just the mirac- most miraculous thing in the whole world. And so that's the feeling of us being embodied ones on this earth. We're being given our assignments, where to go, how to create, uh, through our inspirations, through our the nudges and the repetitions of how spirit gives us information and drops a book in front of us or has uh, various people say things prompting us to pay attention. And if we don't pay attention, here comes another person that says exactly the same thing but perhaps in a different way trying to get us to pay attention. And that's our spirit guides, that's our angelic helpers there prompting us um, because we are embodied, we are in this earth plane. We do have uh, physical, the physical manifestation of light uh, through a form that is guiding us to do what we're here to do and like like a kite that goes up into the sky the person holding holding the string guiding the kite um, watching the wind watching what direction the kite is going and that's what we're really about from our vantage point point. But we don't have control over the weather. We don't have control over how fast or slow the wind currents are going to go in what direction. Our, our task here is to discern the direction and to go with that. And that's why we have this soul level awareness and we're paying attention to the, the hard space within us. And so they're saying that as we recognize in this moment of this reality that there are three three potential implosions coming our way. This is these are global these have global impact, global ramifications, and they're saying that we're to hold steady like a raft on the water with disruption under the water and above the water. We're still to hold steady and to to move forward. This is going to be our 2024 forthcoming. We're going to find that the disruptions, just like the shock value that's happening in the Middle East right now, that has happened and is still playing out in Maui and um, the islands of Hawaii and, and Canada with the fires and the, certainly the fires happening in, um, all over in every, on just about every single continent right now. There is a strategy, a very strong mind force that's sort of pushing, pushing the envelope to get the human race to be in a place of submission, quiet and submission. The censorship that's taking place is in full force of any kind of voice that speaks out and speaks truth against the narratives, against the propaganda, against the The powers that be that are shaping the consciousness and of course we have learned over time that we uh, there is absolutely no need to debate or argue points with those that do not know do not understand our our task is just simply to hold space and to shower each person with deep love and appreciation and compassion frankly. Um, For we're all in this together and uh, to sow seeds of discontent or agitation is exactly what creates separation. And so as we recognize in this reality of our life and living and begin to bring forth a higher waveform of great, great love and joyousness, the connection to our intuitive self only deepens we only get into that space where the heart matrix is pretty complex and yet it's unified. It's part of this unified field. And so as you decide to go into uh, this space of uh, oneness and harmony within the context within yourself and begin to connect, even if it's with one other person in community, to amplify that, to be in that. I'm a really strong advocate of being uh, in hosted meditation circles. Sacred circles is what I call them, which it doesn't even matter what you do, whether it's about reading a good book and talking about it or uh, doing sound or spiritual um, sharing. It's just the fact that you are in community and you're in community with people that understand it is not cloning one another and not uh, having to be unified around a particular topic or purpose, but simply to understand that the oneness is about you being a sovereign being and self-actualizing all that you're here to be and do. And so they're saying to us here in present moment, when these various activations, key activations begin to implode the heart through the heart of humanity, it's going to be very confusing. It's going to be very chaotic, but it's going to be chaotic in a different way. Just like when we go from mind to heart and we have to jump the track of the systems and decide that we cannot think our way through life anymore. We must drop into the heart space and to receive our instructional sets from spirit, from high self. And the movement uh, over this next uh, 12 to 18 months is going to be quite radical. And as we do move, as we do feel the movement, and as we are receiving our instructional instructions for what is ours to do, um, it is to be with ease and grace. It is not to be disruptive or to cause us uh, consternation or fear or any kind of disruption to our lives. And yet at the same time, we're very powerful beings of light. And... Proof positive. Um, anytime we try to figure something out with our minds, uh, we we just can't get there because we just don't know the whole picture. But if we listen and just take that one moment, that one divine moment, and receive the elixir of what is being shown to us, and act on only that, and then wait for the next, wait for the next that. you'll you'll be able to open to what is being shown to you. And uh, some of you, uh, after we got back from Colorado, I see a few from Colorado on here, that uh, the vision that came in, the activation sequence of going back up to the medicine wheel in Wyoming, and Mark and I did that in August. Here we are now, we're just dropping in to celebrate, to honor our friend who is doing her first uh, retreat, her first center activity. And we come into early afternoon on Saturday with a group of people, never met them before. Most of these people, I think I knew two people in the room Um, and we drop into a meditation. there was just beautiful, beautiful uh, sound with the bowls and the uh, s- sacred singing. And we all just uh, visioned, received what we were receiving, and then we started comparing notes. And there again, spirit was giving us each a piece of the puzzle, which is a continuation of this uh, star activation that. Um, ended up with these, started with these star seed crystals that um, was shown to me by Morgane in Colorado. And then we took one of them up to the medicine wheel to honor what had happened, which is the annihilation of the starship tr- coming in. We now know that the starship was carrying all 32 representatives, 32 star tribes. Plus a very, very strong higher realm being to seed light on this planet, and it was it was struck, uh, and the ship itself imploded. Well, here we are we 're in meditation we 're coming out of meditation, and we each have a piece of this puzzle again and and the the long and short of it i won 't go into the whole thing because it's very complex, but what I saw was. Some of us stayed behind, some of us were on the ship, and some of us were the ground crew uh, that had come before to prepare the way for the ship. And I, unfortunately, I left my journal behind, uh, so I can't give you the star coordinates, but I'll certainly post those when I do receive it. Um, but it was a, was a very fascinating thing to me to, uh, for the people that could feel and see the visions of when they chose or were asked to stay behind and to hold, hold space for the starship and for those in this whole creation Um, when we were in Montreal and we were in uh, meditation and we were doing that activation work, I remembered uh, feeling and seeing these beings a thousand years into the future and they were beaming back to us and they were imploring us to activate now to get our vibration high, high enough so that we can anchor this, the cities of light into the planetary grid system. They were absolutely emphatic about that. They were imploring us to raise our vibration. And one of the uh, women in our retreat actually did infuse her light body with the, the entire matrix, and, which coincided, by the way, with the year of 2052 and our earthbound years. And from there, I was given what was going to happen and that particular probability that we would have really rough waters till about 2025. And, but it, then everything, all of this mayhem and chaotic nodes uh, would be finished by 2027. Then we would start to build. There would be a feeling of deep inner peace we would begin rebuilding, and we would begin to build these in the matrix of these cities of light, in oneness, in community. And I recognize that's when when it came forth um, on Saturday, there was a woman that raised her hand, and she was saying, I've had a dream all my life that I was left behind, and I was in a very, very dark place, and all I could do is beacon, beacon to the light to implore um, others to awaken and to, to amplify the light. And, of course, it was a very um, intense experience for her as she remembered, and, and we put these pieces together. That's uh, some of us. As it turned out, there was another person in the room that she also stayed behind to hold the codes in case something happened. And then um, those that were on the ground that were basically the ground crew, primarily what we're doing here in this generation uh, with uh, recognizing and seeing, literally seeing the ship implode. And in my vision, I saw the snow-capped mountains shaking and I realized I was actually on the ship. And what I realized is that these light ships these are collective consciousness these are this is a harmonic of oneness and if you uh, see the lotus of life with the double rings the 12 rings around it it represents perfect harmony and that's what we're all guided toward that's where where we are right now there is a part of us that is working, when I talk with people and they say, I just feel like something's missing or I can't quite get to where I'm supposed to be or I feel like I'm waiting, I feel like I'm stuck and things like that, that's actually because it goes back to that original implosion. And so here we are in this generation of this time uh, where the light is coming back together in oneness. And we are remembering, and we are here with all 32 aspects of these various star nations that had, past tense, come here to seed light, to bring about a tremendous transformational quality to the human race. And that's what I really got very clearly this um, on Saturday. We're really not here to change the human race. We've been embedded in the human DNA for eons. And so we love the human race. We, we certainly wouldn't want the human race to go away. But with these programs of uh, genocide, frankly, being exacted on the human race right now, and all of us are making choice right now, where we're to be and how we're to be creating, it's more important than ever that we pay attention to our higher guidance to totally act from the heart, and the, uh, the one piece of information that came through was the elixir to this whole thing, the whole thing that's been playing out in various regards through the ages. Uh, one person said radical forgiveness. Uh, and, of course, in my writings over the years, I've, I've been told that radical forgiveness is not only about the other, but about the self, but that's still separation. And I, I really took the guides to me, radical acceptance, as we accept everything about what we're experiencing, how we're experiencing, and take full responsibility, take accountability for every thought, every action, every word uh, that we emanate because we are a walking, talking, electromagnetic field. And as we bring more and more and more of the higher plasmic energies and begin to transition and to begin to live and work and play as the star being that we are, the higher intelligence that we are, that is going to really exponentially bring this whole thing into oneness because all the parts they're looking for a magnetic resonance, and this is how it, it works. The magnetic resonance when two or more are gathered in light and oneness to, and amplifying that sense of oneness that all the other parts that are sort of out there in the fringes can magnetically find their way back into this space of awareness. And the guides were talking about that there are a certain amount of stargates that are open now uh, because after that annihilation, this whole planet was locked down. There were oppressor grids put up so that nothing could get in. And so as we think about this now and as those of us that have been uh, guided to do interdimensional ley line work, to go from here to there and to, to work with the interdimensional grids to open up portals to work with the higher beings on the other side of these uh, planetary grids to open up the stargates. They, they were saying that there's a certain amount of stargates open um, and when we're finished with this, for, for the light to really flood into this planet it's goes back to thirty two vortexes or thirty two stargates, I believe. Um, if my memory serves me right, they said that there are seven major stargates open right now. Which, by the way, again, I think you've heard me say this before. Um, the Middle East is imploding right now because a stargate is opening. There's light emanating from the Earth, and it's coming in through an open stargate, and it's. Um, it's causing what is not in harmony, what's not in balance, to come back into harmony. And I've done research on this, and I've heard the sort of the um, how to say the the basis of what's going on there. But if we keep it in the the light of just simply light is imploding, and that we hold all in a deep state of compassion, we'll understand more as we go. And so with that, I think it's a really incredible time to be on the planet. I know that as Mark and I were out in the world more these last two and a half weeks, traveling from site to site for our training events, that uh, wherever we were, were, there was always just incredible um, connection with people. It didn't even matter whether we were in a restaurant or we were in a gas station or whether we were in light community. They're just the light is so present. And people yearn for connection, I have to say. And they also respond tremendously to kindness and a smile. Uh, it, it's, it's just so needed on this planet right now. And so with that, I wish you all well. I wish that you are in a space of uh, well-being, of inner peace, and that you are fully activated into this space of awareness where you are being guided by the light. You are being loved and honored in every possible way as you go. And... um, And I think it's really important that we stay in community, that we stay connected to one another and call upon the support. I tell people once we've met in communities, no matter who uh, you've been in community with, you can, if you get into trouble or you feel confused by something, you can just psychically call out and you've got that connection. You have that support. And um, with that, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you all.